Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McKeaty. And before we talk about the bad boy from Boston, Mr. Mark Wahlberg himself, there is so much to talk about pop culture-wise. A lot happened. A lot. So, you know how we always say we open up some kind of weird hell mouth with these episodes? <laughs> We've done two back-to-back Gossip Girl episodes, and I got dinner in the West Village, and Eleanor Waldorf, the actress who played Blair's mom, walked right by me at dinner. Are you kidding? I, like, lost my mind. Did you bend your fork in your hand? Pretty much. I was holding it, and I was at dinner with Shannon and my girlfriend, who is also named Blair, and, like, I turned to my Blair, and I'm like, that's Blair's mom. And Shannon's like, Blair's mom's in town? I'm like, no, different Blair. Like- <laughs> Stop screaming it. <laughs> We, oh she definitely god. heard me say all of that oh my god that's insane how'd she look she looked great didn't age a day and what an icon it was such wow. a moment for me where were you guys where'd you go to dinner um we went to meme memmy okay <laughs> meme. okay meme the mediterranean place over there all it's right really that's amazing that's like a that's like a once in a lifetime moment specifically for you. I was very important to me. Thank you for being excited for me, Troy. <laughs> but I feel like right now, especially in the media, we're at a really weird point. So Dumois, I think, you know, Dumois and Enti are like the blind item people. Mm-hmm. But Dumois is more okay for celebrities to say they like look at than Crazy Days and Nights, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And I did see Dumois post about how Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are a couple. And immediately they were like, it's not PR. Don't comment. It's PR. We will block you. And then on the other side of things, Dumois has always said Taylor and Joe got married. Taylor Mm. and Joe are secretly married. Of course, they had their breakup this week, which we'll get into. But what I found interesting is page six immediately was like, we know, um, you know, the internet rumors are wrong. She's never been married. There was never a ceremony. So it's almost like now these bigger media sites are like, no, we're either, we're going to prove all these blind items wrong. And I feel like celebrities are going to be either really leaning into blind items or really just like absolutely fucking not. That's interesting. Did they, 
did page six actually say Dubois or did they just say like internet rumors? It kept saying internet rumors, That's which I think is almost shadier. It is shadier because it would be, it's like, and it, I feel like it's even the same for our show. Like they don't want to admit that they like engage it. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, I think that they consider it like lowbrow. Like it's beneath them, like a respected, you know, but like publication or whatever talking about blind items is like beneath them but I don't know I mean you and I've always said like it's interesting when blind items kind of like coincide with real news Mm -hmm. they almost have to acknowledge that blind items exist because they like to pretend that they don't even exist right because I guess it like doesn't help their business for blind items to exist because the whole point is that it's not mainstream news but it's just funny how they try and like break the fourth wall with it sometimes but then sometimes they're just like act like they literally have never even heard of a blind item right because immediately I was just like oh Taylor's team was like no page six run this story instead mm-hmm. interesting you know that Taylor it just violently scrolls Dumois oh no doubt like just is on it all she seems like because she's so on the internet you know she's such an internet girl I bet she is like she's a million burner accounts and she is just like scrolling that website all day and night Taylor if you're listening I love you (laughs) (laughs) and I'm learning to (laughs) we're teaching Troy the ways yeah so do you want to get right into the Taylor and Joe breakup because we got so many dms yeah of course I want to talk about it I will say I'm shocked that they broke up. Not saying I thought they were like a super real life couple to begin mm. with, but I did think he was going to be like her end game person. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was shocked because it just felt, I guess maybe because their relationship is so private that it just felt like there was nothing that led up to it. At least in my mind, I'm sure the Swifties saw every breadcrumb you know from the moment it happened but it just felt very out of out of the blue to me yeah I noticed Joe wasn't going to her shows and she like switched up the set list a little bit mm-hmm. but other than that I mean Joe was never at the shows really he'd go to one or two shows and people would be like look at Joe showing up for her for his girl what a great boyfriend I'm like bare minimum bars in hell right um But yeah, I genuinely think that they were like, Joe, we've done all we can to make you not a rising star anymore. We got you a fucking Grammy. Right. There's nothing more we can do for you. (laughs) I mean, that's what my immediate thought was. It's like they obviously have just exhausted their contract. Like what more can be done in this relationship, especially because they, you know, she like did this one so different than any of her other relationships where she wasn't out all the time with excuse me with him like being photographed and stuff I don't know if they if if they weren't really in love what more could you have gained from this exactly is how I feel and it's so crazy that people are now or sources are coming out being like Joe had trouble with her fame six years ago Taylor was fucking famous too Taylor's been one of the biggest artists for the last decade and can we stop acting like he's like Edgar Allan Poe, like he just he can't he can't leave his dark candle lit home. He's such an actor. Get over like, shut the fuck up. What has he been in? Tell me one thing, Joe Alwyn's been in. I can't, I can't do that for you because I don't know a single fucking thing he's been in. 
I know that he's an alleged songwriter and piano player. <laughs> I don't know anything <laughs> about that young man. Well, all I can say is get ready for more Taylor paparazzi walks. I mean, she was just spotted actually in the West Village going to a celebrity hotspot, which I think is kind of funny because Dumois always talks about this place. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost like Taylor's like, hi. <laughs> like, was it like, a restaurant? You can play this game. Yeah, it was a restaurant. I forget what it was called, but not super far from like Hudson. Okay, cool. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, so I really think get ready for Taylor to really just do as many pap walks as she can. Oh, God, here we go. And then this is going to lead to a single and then an album and a whole thing. Clues. And I just want to remind people, Taylor loves being famous. Mm -hmm. Taylor was it probably killed her to not be in our face all the time. Yeah. This was a true exercise in restraint to be in quotes dating somebody who doesn't like to leave his house yeah yeah I, th- I think it might get a little messy though and I'm excited for it I'm excited for other people's mess don't look at my mess <laughs> I'm excited because it might lead to some good music yeah absolutely <laughs> um speaking of good music I wanted to so I've gotten a lot of messages now that I'm an open Lana Del Rey fan <laughs> Now that I'm out and proud, I'm here. I'm a Lana Del Rey fan. Get used to it. Um, I've gotten a lot of requests to like talk about the new album because I have been listening to it and I haven't said anything about it. I just kind of needed to let it. What I've learned about Lana Del Rey's music is you have to like let it wash over you almost. Like you don't listen to it in one setting and be like, I like it or I don't like it. It takes time and that's one of the things I like about her music is you kind of have to work for it. Like you start like discovering more lyrics and you're like, Oh my God, that was so funny and clever or whatever. Um, I'm still noticing shit, but I, so I had a wedding in Chicago this past weekend and I was like, my travel album is going to be Lana. I'm going to listen to it in the airport. I'm going to listen to it on the plane to go to sleep. I'm going to listen to it in my hotel and I'll know if I really love it. And now I am fucking obsessed. I had not stopped listening. It's so good. It's so like, if anybody listening to this ever watched True Blood, it makes mm. me think of an album that would be played in like Bon Ton. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Like it's very like um religious, like old school religious, but not actually religious, more just like the aesthetic and... It's just really good. I like every single song on it. Lana is an icon. And I just had to say that. It is absolutely insane how much I love her now. That's all. That's all I got to say about Lana Del Rey. Now I need to talk about Brian Luttrell's wife. (laughs) Yeah. What is going on? So she went viral on TikTok because her and Brian were yelling at a couple being like, you're on our property. You're on our property. You're on our property. Mm Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, fucking Leanne Luttrell, always doing some shit. Uh, and I'll, honestly, guys, just Google Leanne Luttrell problematic and about three articles come up about all the gross stuff that she will share on Facebook. So that's that. But she came out with a video responding to this woman. You know, she's yelling at her, being like, get off my property. And they're like, we're not on your property. You know, you're, your private property ends 50 yards from the beach. We're in between. I don't know. It was just rich people fighting about private property. Classic, like, Karen couple fight. 
exactly and everyone in the comments was like is that brian luttrell i'm like it sure is um so she ended up putting out a video and she was like well we didn't realize when we bought the house that we didn't own all the way to the shoreline and that's why i was so mad and do you see how rude they were to me i want to spread nothing but loving kindness i'm like girl your facebook page is a lot different yeah (laughs) um so yeah we got a bunch of dms of the video being like is that her i'm like it sure is so i just wanted to to acknowledge the video and she's like batshit crazy right um she seems to be yeah i know she's like a momager to everything brian does outside of backstreet boys and her son is trying to be a country singer Mm -hmm. so momager for him um they they have a family christmas album that came out some some years ago Mm. so how did i miss that um we weren't (laughs) friends yet troy that's how (laughs) right literally (laughs) I missed that section of the clearance at Target. <laughs> um, <laughs> should we talk about uh, American Horror Story? Because that was some big news that happened the other day. I'm going to let you take the floor because I don't know anything about that show. Okay, so I have thoughts, theories, and musings, okay? So obviously, Emma Roberts returning to American Horror Story is like a really big deal. It's always a big deal when Emma Roberts... I personally think that Emma Roberts is like an underrated Ryan Murphy muse. People always talk about like Jessica Lane. They always talk about Evan Peters, um, all the other like heavy hitters that we all know. But like, I love the way he directs Emma Roberts. Like he just understands her bitchiness, her humor. Like he, Ryan Murphy and Emma Roberts are kind of like a match made in heaven to me. So I'm excited about that. That goes without question. Now, it has also been announced that Kim is going to be on this season of American Horror Story. And I have been thinking, like, what the hell is Kim going to do? Because public opinion right now is not great for the Kardashians. They're in, like, a downslope. Obviously, they've been in downslopes before. Like, this isn't their first rodeo. And they always do something to, like, get our attention again. And I just think it's really interesting that Kim is doing this. I was telling Zach the other day that I feel like the only way this could make like real impact and like really change her life is if he made her ugly. I think that if Kim goes on this show looking snatched and talking like a Kardashian and being Kim, it will not work and people will reject it and make fun of her and it's not going to work. If she goes on it and plays like an ugly fucking wild monster beast, that would be so shocking to people that I actually think it could possibly help her a lot. I was almost thinking they were using her as like a death, like how they use Paris Hilton in House of Wax, something Mm -hmm. like that. But you make way more sense than me. (laughs) Ryan Murphy has a way of like, um, like he's done this before. Like there was a season where Chloe Sevigny was on the show and she played, you wouldn't even know it was her. She played like a, like a disformed, monster like a sex monster that like lost all her limbs and shit like if he did something like that to Kim I think people would be gagged to see Kim be scary and ugly I think it would be fucking crazy but I don't know if Kim has the I don't know if Kim would be willing to do that it's so against her brand yeah but you're right they definitely need some work over there I mean, that's why Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are apparently a couple in Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. And 
they're trying to get rid of like Chloe dating Tristan again. Speaking of, can we talk about Kylie for a second? Let's do it. Okay, so Kylie released a video on TikTok for the first time a few days ago. Um, and she chose to not... She, she did the typical Kylie thing where she was like, hey guys, I've missed you. I know I took a little time off, but I did miss you. And I'm here to launch a new product. She couldn't even talk for a full one minute before saying the real reason I'm here is to launch a new product, which by the way, is the exact same fucking color as every other product in Kylie's line. If you didn't guess it, it is a nude fucking matte whatever another fucking matte whatever but um i just thought it was so crazy that she chose to not say anything it's like no girl you didn't take time off this is why people can't fucking stand you you didn't (laughs) take time off you were kicked off the internet for bullying somebody and you got embarrassed about it and you're not smart enough to get ahead of press so you just disappear and then come back a few weeks later with a new fucking lip kit. It just was so frustrating to me. Are her lip kits still popular? No, not at all. Her makeup is not popular anymore at all. It's not like, it's not a flex to say that you got like some Kylie product. You don't really see people on TikTok like bragging about it. You don't see people on even like makeup YouTube being like, oh my God, the new Kylie Because there were a few years where that was, like, all you would see is people being, like, I am on the Kylie press, whatever. I can't believe it. I got a PR package. Let's unbox it. And it was so exciting. Nobody talks about her makeup anymore. Like, at all. And I guess dating someone, I'm guessing Timothy will eventually win an Oscar. Mm -hmm. Dating an eventual Oscar winner is the way to go. And also, he has two movies coming out soon. Mm -hmm. He's playing Bob Dylan and then Willy Wonka. So yeah. like, it, I get, you know, I know Dumois says they're, they're not PR, but I mean, come on. I know. Let's not be silly. I know. It's just like ridiculous. I feel like at this point, like we've turned, a, we've like turned a new leaf where at this point, I feel like dating them where it used to be this big, like glow up. It's not anymore. Yeah, they've been calling it the Kardashian curse forever. Right. And now it's really like, I don't know, it does, at least he used to be able to get some good press from it. What the hell is Bad Bunny and, and what, what is that press? What is him riding behind her on a horse with his little feet swinging it? Everyone who saw it was like, I have the ick. Immediately, no. Immediately. And no, we reject. (laughs) return to sender we don't want it (laughs) like that is so embarrassing and i feel like this will be the same seeing uh, kylie and timothy out is not going to give what they think it's going to give yeah i agree i agree with you okay we have a teen mom update troy doesn't know this update and i'm sure people listening are like we don't want to hear about teen mom you're going to want to hear about this so earlier this month or maybe end of last month ryan edwards macy's baby daddy bentley's dad got into a lot of fucking trouble. He got arrested because he violated terms of probation. And this is all from the Ashley reality roundup. Um, She's great. If you, if you like the Duggars, if you like anything, MTV teen mom, TLC, the Ashley reality roundup. 
Um, and she gets all the dirt. Anyway, Ryan basically tore apart him and Mackenzie's home. What's so scary is like he broke almost every single thing in the house other than his kids' things, which shows me that he had complete control over what he was doing. Yeah. The cop said that there was a loaded gun on the kitchen kitchen counter. Um, there was a note stuck into the wall with a knife. He like wrote a really graphic note to Mackenzie. They could smell fecal matter throughout the home. Like the cop said it was one of the worst like domestic. Um, I don't know. Yeah. If you ruin someone's shit, that's domestic violence. But like ruining furniture and stuff, breaking property. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get what you mean. So Ryan was supposed to start filming for Teen Mom. He agreed to film for Teen Mom. Of course he did. It's money. Yeah. So Teen Mom was like, okay, but we're going to pay for you to go to rehab so you don't go to jail and we're going to film you in rehab. He's like, cool, good. I'll do that. I guess I don't know if he ended up going to rehab and left or what, but he was just found overdosed in his car and he was Narcaned. He was driving and overdosed while driving. He hit a curb luckily and like no one was hurt, thank God. And the police Narcaned him. And now obviously that's a violation of like everything that he's supposed to be doing. And he's in jail until at least April 20th. My God, how many times is he going to drive fucked up? And like, thank God he hasn't killed someone. But I fear if he gets out of jail again, he will kill Mac. Probably, or yeah. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that on a podcast, but like he's a dangerous person. Well, he seems like he wants to kill her. I mean, I mean he's, he's made it pretty clear he wants to. Right. He actually texted her saying, I have friends. He was like, when the cops show up, you better not talk because I have friends that will take care of you. Nobody needs to be in jail more than him. Yeah. Like for his own safety, for the safety of his kids, for the safety of his fucking wife, he needs to be imprisoned and -hmm. like actually face some sort of consequence. Like I feel like he's never, I feel like the thing about Teen Mom is like having the padding of that money Mm-hmm. made all of them or at least all of like the troubled teen mom characters like they don't have to like really deal with anything like even when they yeah. get in trouble it's like they have the money to like just figure it out and right, like, like janelle has what 16 mug shots or something yeah and it just doesn't really matter anymore you know amber went to jail was changed for like a year if that even you know she was mother Teresa out of jail and then right back to being amber like because they have all that money. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs, to fa- he needs to go to jail. I'm sorry. Like, that's fucking insane. I completely agree with you. And the Narcan thing, they they tried to, like, bury it, of course. Yeah. Um, But the son got a hold of it. And they're the ones who released it. And oh. the Ashley reported it. It's oh. just, like, it's so sad. Because, like, Bentley is now a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then he has two young kids. You know, that's... And I'm, I'm sure Mimi Jen is like, Ryan's a good boy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's doing everything she can to get him out as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Everything possible. Make sure his drugs are laid out where he likes them when he gets home. Like, it's just fucking insane. That's really sad. Um, Jumping to something completely random and not related at all. Millie Bobby Brown is engaged. Did you see the blind item that came out alongside it? 
No, I only saw all the articles. It was alleging that she's pregnant. Who knows if that's true, but that's the blind item that goes along with this announcement. I wouldn't be surprised, I guess. Oh, God. And the guy um, she's engaged to... So I'm going to read the People Magazine article. It says, Millie Bobby Brown and Jake Bon Jovi appear to be engaged. The Stranger Things star 19 and her actor boyfriend 20 seemingly announced their happy news on Instagram Tuesday. Brown posting a photo of herself wearing a diamond ring on her left hand as Bon Jovi embraces her on the beach. She captioned the black and white snapshot with the Taylor Swift lyrics from Lover writing, I've loved you three summers now, honey. I want them all. Bon Jovi, who was the son of musician John Bon Jovi, shared a shot of the two snaps snapped from another angle during their beachside hug. His post also included a pic of the pair as they locked love as they looked lovingly at each other on the boat, quote, forever with a heart, he captioned his post. I mean, all we can do is pray for Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, I mean, I guess at this point, she's like a full-ass adult woman. Yeah. And everything that she's gone through as like a young person has already happened. And I don't, you know, you know what I mean? Like, hopefully this is a good thing. Hopefully this is a positive. Yeah, totally. Maybe he's like a good influence. Maybe John Bon Jovi is a great father-in-law or something. Let's hope. I don't know much about John Bon Jovi, but maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, if it gets her away from her fucking crazy parents. By the way, I haven't watched it yet. And I feel like we should, we should just save our conversation for it to do a whole Brooke Shields episode. But the Brooke Shields documentary, hello. It's fucking insane. Like I knew, I won't, I'll save it because I know we will like do an in-depth, but I knew it was bad, but I didn't realize how bad it was. Right. And just think that's the stuff that she's willing to share. Right. And if you guys don't know, it's on Hulu. Yeah. I'm sure you could buy it on like Amazon too or something, but it is streaming on Hulu. I'm very glad that it's out. I know that I will often use Brooke Shields as the example for Millie Bobby Brown. And if you don't follow Brooke Shields, like that's probably really confusing. Um, but so I'm happy that that's out because I think Brooke Shields is such an example of like so many child stars, you know, what they go through. And she was like the one, the like the one, the golden child. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely do a Brooke Shields episode. I love her. So this is just something to keep an eye on because I know Succession is a huge deal. People love that show. And I'm happy for you if you love it. I don't watch it. Believe me. <laughs> I'm happy for you if you love it. <laughs> so Nicholas Braun plays cousin Greg and everyone's obsessed with him. They think he's so hot because he's 6'7". And I don't know. I don't watch the show. I don't get it. But on Reddit, there are things starting to come out about Nicholas Braun allegedly not being the nice, friendly guy that everyone thinks he is. And again, this is all alleged. I don't know if it's going to come out. It's just, it's on Reddit. It's all over Twitter. So I figured we'll talk about it. But he's being alleged that he's like hooked up with 16 year olds. Mm-hmm. And like he, him and Justin Trudeau own Ray's bar together. I think there are a few other actors who are a part of it. But apparently there's like a back room that girls are brought into a lot. And like, it just seems like there could be something coming out about Nicholas Braun. See, this is why like nobody says anything when people get in trouble. 
and like people always wonder why and it's like well they can't <laughs> you know what i mean like they the minute somebody gets in trouble everybody locks their doors and boards up their windows because they're like oh god i'm next you know right i'm not surprised yeah, yeah i guess i know that man's like run through like mm-hmm. you know he's with a different girl every night i never suspected them to be underage of course yeah um but yeah i wonder if anything more will come out about this like given the opportunity do all men just like if all men were able to do this and have nobody know is that just what it is like are men just all fucking creeps (laughs) i guess like what the fuck like what the hell and it just feels like everybody in hollywood knows that like men love underage girls and underage boys and they just keep each other's secrets and i think it's so weird even for me and i'm sure you too troy it's like even when i see 19 and 20 year olds i'm 31 i'm like they look like kids yeah literal children like and they act like kids like they're so unbearable to be around no offense to all of our 19 year olds listening (laughs) we'll hang out with you guys we love you (laughs) yeah but like i don't want to like have dinner with like i can't even imagine more or less a relationship it's crazy so keep an eye out for uh nicholas braun well i will shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. Well, now let's talk about our opinions of my favorite Boston boy, (laughs) Mark Wahlberg. Tell me everything about Mark Wahlberg. How do you feel? I mean, Mark Wahlberg bugs the shit out of me. I don't know how else to put it. Um, I read somewhere while I was pulling blind items that he was the highest paid actor in 2017. What? Because he did Ted and Ted 2? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Mark Wahlberg just bugs the shit out of me. And I don't know how else to put it. Like, I guess there's there's obviously been a lot of things that he has done in his past. And like, but it was the... The comment he made about how he was supposed to be on the first plane that crashed into the trade tower, trade center. Mm -hmm. And he said, 
If I was on that plane and my kids were in the first class, there'd be blood all over that place and I would land the plane safely. And he has apologized for that comment. But since that comment, I've been like, I am so fucking good with you, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like you do realize you're not an actual, first of all, you're not even an action star. Like if Tom Cruise made that comment, I could see where he would pull from um, his experiences. Mark, where are you getting that you would be able to land the plane and save everybody's lives? Well, Troy, he's so tough. He's the toughest <laughs> guy. Oh, because you were so good at grabbing your dick in 1991, you would just like land that plane. Where does it correlate? Yeah, I guess I just, I don't get the Mark Wahlberg thing. And I'm like, I'm like, when is it just going to like die down? Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like the face of the Catholic church in Hollywood, which yeah. I think is really interesting. Like he yeah. did a movie being the Pope. And like, <laughs> and I get he does a lot of Boston stuff, but even when he made the movie about the Boston Marathon and didn't have any of like, the injured survivors kind of involved in the movie. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because Jake Gyllenhaal did Stronger and Jeff, who the movie was about, was very involved in the movie. Right. Whereas I know um, when he filmed Patriot's Day, which is what we call Marathon Monday in Massachusetts, they were filming at the Weymouth Air Base and invited people who, I guess they did invite people who were at the... um the finish line to be extras to like relive their experience and work through it oh god okay so just like things like that yeah yeah I don't think I knew that he didn't involve anybody that was there for the movie that's that's what I always heard I'm sure someone's about to throw like a news article at me but I've always been told that it was just like no this is Mark's thing I mean that makes complete sense like that's so him Mm mm-hmm and you know that I've always said like it bothers me so much that people, you know, obviously he he produced Entourage and that was his show and that was his baby. And it always has bothered me so much that people are so critical of how sex in the city aged and how it's not politically correct anymore and whatever. And it's like, I think the sex in the city, looking back, is a lot more forward thinking for 1998. Absolutely. Than Entourage. The most chauvinistic fucking boys club bro douchebag early 2000s show. I mean, did I watch it? Yeah. But now I'm look, I look back and I cringe at every scene, you know? And like, they don't, that show doesn't get any criticism for being so ridiculous now, you know? I have a much different Mark Wahlberg journey and I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to be honest about it. Okay. This is a safe space. This is a safe space. Anybody that listens to my listen to my Mark Wahlberg episode that I did with my friend Katie, we did we did Fear for Dunzo, and okay. I listen. Mark was like my one of my sexual awakenings as a kid. I will never forget seeing Fear for the first time, seeing him pound his chest with the fucking fist with Nicole Forever written on it. I'll never forget all of it. I, I mean, his third nipple. Him being shirtless, the whole thing. Him fingering Reese Witherspoon in the on the roller coaster, like all the wild horses, all of it is seared into my memory of like that is a man. <laughs> like that is a, a man. Um and then of course I got older and learned about Mark Wahlberg and like who he really is. And he's just such a fucking douchebag. Um, but I do have some Mark Wahlberg films like i love boogie nights i love fear 
Like there are some Mark Wahlberg moments that I, I can't deny, but I just am like, he's such a fucking asshole. And my blood boiled when he publicly asked to have, you know, we're going to get into it. His, his record sealed and cleaned and expunged for fucking curb stomping a man years ago. I'm just like, you are, he's satanic. I mean, Mark Wahlberg is really just such an asshole. Well, he's a good Catholic boy now, Troy. And I do, there is a little part of me that's like, maybe he did actually grow and change. But if you do like hate crimes, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Right. Yeah. Doing hate crimes is a different thing than like being an asshole. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's got, he's like really, he hates people. Like it's he like, hates women. He hates minorities. He, you know, you, you can't like erase that from yourself. Chris Hemsworth is an asshole. Yes. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So before we get into um, blind items and everything, I wanted to talk about his hate crimes. Um, And I don't think people realize that Boston is a really racist city. And that's someone who's coming from Massachusetts. So like, don't come at me sideways because we all know it's true. Just people don't think that because it is seemingly a more progressive state, right? First state to legalize gay marriage and all this stuff, but professional athletes say it's the worst city to play in because they get called the N-word so many times. Yeah. So there's like that backstory to like Mark, which I think is kind of important to know. I think that that's important too. Um, I didn't know. I mean, obviously the first time I ever went to Boston was like for our show. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't know anything about that until I did research for new edition and for bobby brown and it's like so crazy like new edition does not like boston is so happy to claim new kids on the block but they like do not claim new edition and new new kids on the block stole all of their shit from new edition and like i don't know it's just like so fucked up like these poor black kids from boston who like basically created a whole music genre like are so important to music they get no credit, nothing. And Boston barely even claims them. I don't know. And that, it's like so race-driven. It was just like unapologetically race-driven. You're 100% correct. I will say I didn't know Bobby Brown was from Massachusetts until he went to like a custody hearing in Brockton, Massachusetts. And I was like, that's <laughs> random. I'm like, ah, that's a random place. And my mom's like, no, he's from here. I'm like, what? Yeah. And he like loves it. He loves like shouting out Boston. Um, but yeah, that's how I like learned about the race stuff there. So the first thing we're going to talk about, this is from 1986 and it's from watchmojo.com. In 1986, shortly after Wahlberg's 15th birthday, he and three friends were accused of targeting three black children. According to court documents, they threatened them, told them they were unwelcome in the neighborhood and chased after them, throwing rocks while chanting racial slurs and murder threats. The incident only ended when the kids took refuge in a Burger King. The next day, Wahlberg and two of the three friends noticed one of the Black children out on a field trip at Savin Hill Beach. They quickly picked up where they left off, harassing the 12-year-old boy, yelling racial slurs, and threatening him and throwing rocks. And I didn't even really know about that one um, until this. And then, of course, 1988. In April 1988, Wahlberg approached... 
a middle-aged Vietnamese man named Tan Lam on the street and using a large wooden stick struck him in the head until he was knocked unconscious while calling him, quote, a Vietnamese fucking shit. That same day, Wahlberg also attacked a second Vietnamese man named Johnny Trinh, punching him in the eye without provocation, leaving him permanently blind in one eye. According to court documents regarding these crimes, when Wahlberg was arrested later that night and returned to the scene of the first assault, he stated to police officers, quote, you don't have to let him identify me. I'll let you know now that's the motherfucker whose head I split open. Investigators also noted that Wahlberg made numerous racial statements about, um, it's the G word, um, and Kristen Atwood was in fourth grade and was among a group of children. Wahlberg and his friends attacked with rocks and racial slurs during a field trip in Boston in 1986. Now, can I just read what his response was recently to these attacks? Yes, because he recently decided to talk about it. I guess this was 2014, recent in quotes. He said, I am deeply sorry for the actions that I took on the night of April 8th, 1988, as well as for my, the lasting damage that I may have caused the victims. Since that time, I have dedicated myself to becoming a better person and citizen so that I can be a role model to my children and to others. And then uh, it says he later dropped, this is from The Independent. It says he later dropped this request in 2016 and then in 20, a 2020 interview with The Guardian uh, explained that he had, quote, done the work to make it right. He said, I took it upon myself to own up to my mistakes and go against the grain and not be a part of the ga- the gang anymore to say that I was going to go and do my own thing. It made it 10 times more difficult to walk from my home to the train station to go to school, to go to work. But I also pride myself on doing the right thing and turning my life around. I would hope that people would be able to sec- to give me a second chance in life. I mean, what do you think of that? Like he's 15 and doing these terrible things. Mm-hmm. I know that people can grow and learn and that's what people should do. Mm-hmm. But what do you think of it? I mean, I think that it's complicated because it's like, it's hard to, you know, um, like a man, I don't know, Mark Goldberg is like, I'm assuming almost 50 years old. He's got to be at least in his late forties or Probably. something. It's weird to be like this man who now has children and like, has like lived a full life. And, you know, like we've allowed this man to do all these things and we've praised him and given him amazing roles and let him produce shows and then randomly you know 30 years later we want to like be upset about something that he did when he was a teenager instead of at any time holding him accountable in the last 30 years like I do think it's weird to just randomly be like no now we because we have decided to wake up to this as a society now you need to pay for it I almost don't think that's fair it's almost like that's our loss. You know what I mean? Like we decided to make this man, like you said, the wealthiest, most successful actor in the world in 2017. We did that. This news is not new. Mm -hmm. It's been public since we were kids. Like it was public while he was getting Calvin Klein campaigns and grabbing his crotch. It was public while he was in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It was public when he was in fear. It was public when he was being nominated for Boogie Nights. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't, I think that we need to figure out how we cancel people because the the system that we have right now doesn't work. And that's why it's like confusing for people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. Cause like, you want to hope that he did grow. Right. But I don't, but like, a lot. 
No, and it's so crazy that no one would have fucking taught Mark. All you had to do was like not bring it up. Right. Not saying it's okay to not bring that stuff up, but it's like, what did you think was gonna happen, sir? Yeah. And there's a whole new generation of people who didn't know that that happened. So now you're yeah. telling them, and what do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna want you to be held accountable. They're gonna want you to suffer for it. So what right. you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't know what the right thing is to do to like I don't know like how do you cancel Mark Wahlberg you can't I don't know what you do but I know yeah. that it's up and that he's a piece of shit and that's why I think that like these trials and stuff like these celebrity trials should be public now always you know like if this happened now and Mark Wahlberg was involved in a hate crime his trial should have to be public because that's the only way I think that you can really hold these people accountable you know to their public yeah yeah I remember you saying that and I kind of thought about it more in like the Johnny and Amber the way people acted about that I don't know if I totally agree with that just because like maybe not maybe if it's a different crime I don't know because like that Johnny and Amber stuff was like was wild crazy whereas like the Gwyneth trial was kind of silly right I get that I agree with you. I mean, we were very, but maybe it's because it was like our first, obviously not our first like public celebrity trial, of course. Right. Okay. Um, But like, it was like in modern times, like the first like post internet, big celebrity trial, like the the Twitter era trial, you know what I mean? For sure. Um, The TikTok court. Yeah. The TikTok court. Maybe we needed to learn how to work out our own kinks. Um. But I don't know. I do think it I think I think it helps to have it be public. Like I think Gwyneth, like for Gwyneth, like this trial would have been so much more damaging to her career. And people would have been able to just like assume a bunch of really negative stuff if it weren't public. True. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think it can work both ways. But I do think you're right. Like the Amber stuff was like pretty intense. Um, so yeah, those were all opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And we are starting in the year 2000, which rapper turned actor celebrated the release of his latest movie with a CD tour of New York's remaining peep shows at 4am. The drunk and sweaty heartthrob was spotted perusing porn shops too. And I believe in the year 2000 or 2001 during a break between Jessica and Nick, he hooked up with Jessica out of VMAs. Did you know that? No. I guess in her book, she talked about how she lived out a childhood dream and finally hooked up with like her dream man. And allegedly that was Mark Wahlberg at the VMAs in either 2000 or 2001. Oh, shit. God. And I read that book. Why don't I remember that? <laughs> um. All right. Now we're in 2002. Is this a blind from Cosmo? It is. Oh, my Lord. While a certain actor was dating a beautiful actress, he received a provocative fan letter that included a saucy picture. He agreed to meet the letter's author at a popular Los Angeles hotel, and the gorgeous groupie proceeded to get drunk and jump in bed with the actor. While they were getting busy, she started screaming about how excited she was to be sleeping with the star and secretly came up to see what the ruckus was all about. It didn't take long for the news to leak out around the hotel, and the info quickly made it back to the girlfriend. So that is allegedly Mark Wahlberg and Jordana Brewster. Which model insists he wasn't wearing padding in the crotch for those ad? And he's right. 
he was computer enhanced. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Actually, can we talk about Kate for a second? Absolutely. So I was always really blown away by, first of all, I, we are going to do a Kate Moss episode. I know that we've said it a thousand times. It's going to happen. Um, so just to like make a long story short, in the 90s when Kate was asked to do this, the Calvin Klein thing that obviously changed her life, she was a very young girl. I think people forget that Kate was 16 when she became a model. And one of the things I found so like appalling about that was that she obviously started the whole like heroin chic thing. But when that happened, she was 16. She had never touched a drug in her life. Like she just was a skinny little girl. Right. And the beauty standard became the body of a 16 year old girl. And they said that she was on heroin. She was a child. Like that's disgusting. So by the time she got to Calvin Klein, she had already been through it. And so she's paired with Mark Wahlberg. He shows up on set. He's a complete brute, fucking asshole, mean pig. Treats women at this time like absolute fucking dirt. And so I, I pulled some of my old Dunzo notes to talk about this. So it says, um, it was explained to Kate that she would need to be topless for not only the shoot, but for the now infamous TV commercial. At the time, she was 17. So this was like the year after she was discovered. It says, um, Kate was paired with Mark Wahlberg, who at the time was known as a wannabe rapper. He was still Marky Mark. And it says, um, Kate and Mark were extremely open about the fact that they did not get along on the shoot. She told the New York press that she absolutely hated him, that he would stare at her and tug at his crotch and say really gross things about her body. Um, and like how she was too skinny for him to want to have sex with and she needed meat on her bones he would like grab at her butt and like pinch her sides and she was 17 um she said that she remembered him he couldn't like really read the lines in the script so they kept having to cross out lines and rewrite them and the director his name was glenn o'brien and he said that he had to rewrite the commercial to sound like mark which is quote white south boston ebonics otherwise mark couldn't do it um kate said at the time he was such a dickhead and he was not very nice to me at all and mark said she was okay i'm not into the waif thing she kind of looks like my nephew i mean she's beautiful or whatever she's she's a very pretty nephew but i'm into curvy women not a pretty nephew mark like okay and then she also said I had a nervous breakdown when I was 17 or 18 when I had to go and work with Mark Wahlberg and Herb Ritz. It didn't feel like me at all. I felt really bad about straddling this buff, mean guy. I didn't like it. I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks. I thought I was going to die. I went to the doctor and he said, I'll give you some Valium. And I said, thank God. Um, and or she said, the doctor said, I'll give you some Valium. Her friend Francesca said, uh, you're not taking that. You just have anxiety. And she said, nobody takes care of you mentally. There's a massive pressure to do what you have to do. I was very little and I was going to work with Steven Mazel. And it wasn't, she said, it was really weird. A stretch limo coming to pick me up. I didn't like it, but it was work. So I had to do it. So they basically told this 17 year old girl to pretend that she's fucking Mark Wahlberg, who has been assaulting her on set. And Mark was asked about that within the last few years. And his response was, yeah, I wasn't very worldly then. Oh, that's a way to describe it. 
<laughs> God. Ugh. This hunky star looks good on the outside, but inside he's a firestorm of rage, emotion, and pent-up anger. Why, just a few months ago, on the L.A. set of his new flick, an extra accidentally bumped into the celeb while cameras were rolling on a crowded sidewalk scene. The star didn't hesitate to rear back and cold cock him. The fellow went down like a sack of potatoes, my eyewitness says. Quote, he never knew what hit him. Filming was halted. Producers rushed Mr. Superstar into his trailer, and paramedics took the extra to Cedar sinai Medical Center to get his face stitched. Later that day, producers gave the hospital guy $10,000 in cash and a no-tell contract. This next line, I think you're going to chuckle at, Troy. Oh, Lord. So we're in 2004. Which underwear model slash rapper turned actor is so superstitious that he has to say, God bless, to end any conversation? One time he forgot and chased a girl for a block to offer up his blessing. <laughs> and all I could think of was the Saturday Night Live skit where Andy Samberg is playing Mark. And he's like, how's your mother? Yeah. Your mother? <laughs> God bless. God how's bless. your mother? Ma'am, God bless you. Ma'am, God bless. God bless you. <laughs> that is so funny. We're now in 2005. I can see the reveal of this one is fine. Which teen queen followed Duran Duran to the band's hotel and then misbehaved with a tough guy actor? The hard partying star demanded to use one of the, the band's rooms where she was found with piles of coke and a well-known Hollywood bad boy. So the teen queen being Miss Lindsay Lohan, the tough guy actor being Bruce Willis, and the bad boy being Mark Wahlberg. What a menage a trois that is. Lindsay has seen some things. She has seen some things. This blind item is from New York Daily News. And remember, if we don't say where the blind item from, it's from Crazy Days and Nights. NT. What? wife who's been sobbing about her husband jilting her actually gave him license to stray when she cheated with a co-star and that's alleging that jennifer aniston cheated on brad pitt with mark Wahlberg on the set of rockstar that movie always played on vh1 that was a vh1 yeah. all the time it's a real vh1 production <laughs> and that's the thing about mark Wahlberg too is like he's the guy who i don't think many people would necessarily be like oh, i want to date him but like if you're on a film set and you're just like around him, you might fuck him. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, people love boys from Boston too. Like they love, like when I tell people I'm from Boston, they're or area, not Boston. They're always like, oh, like I love the accents and the boys there. So like, so bad and all this stuff. I'm like, you're right. They are bad. They're not bad boys. They're bad people. Like don't <laughs> date boys from Boston. <laughs> It's true, though, and he was really able to use that, like, Boston bad boy thing. That's what people, that's how people excused it. Yeah, I think he uses it way more than Ben or Matt or, totally. and when people think Boston, like, if when you think Boston actors, Troy, who comes to mind first? Ben. Ben, okay. I was going to say, is it, I feel like it's always either Ben or Mark. Yeah, it's Ben. But, like, even look at Ben, like his gambling and stuff and his addiction to strippers and all that it's like well he's a boston boy right he can't help it he's a frat boy forever he just can't help it it's like fuck off <laughs> god we're now in 2006 which streety actor goes clubbing a lot but doesn't want it known because when the mother of his baby reads about his 
cavorting thousands of miles away, she blows like a geyser. <laughs> and that's obviously Mark. An hour in 2008, another famous movie actor recently cheated on his girlfriend and mother of their kids with a famous pop star. Quote, he dumped the singer when she decided she was in love and wanted to go public in Insider Reveals. And allegedly that's Mark and Jessica Simpson. God, Jessica has bad taste. God damn, girl. She has like Britney taste. Identical. We're now in 2009. He'd been cheating on her for years. She had his babies and she endured the other women. She let him back into the door every time he ran away, only to come slinking back with apologies. For a while now, though, he has been staying at home. More matured, done with that past life. He's now completely committed to her, ready to take on the next steps. Problem? It's her turn to be unfaithful. And not only with randoms, but with someone he knows. More importantly, someone he trusts. What's even worse is it's no secret. They're all aware, all around them, except for him. And everyone is bracing for drama. Because what started as a purely physical affair has turned into one-sided love. The other man wants more, is willing to fight for it, and is putting her in the middle. He's threatening to blow it all wide open, and she's begging him to calm down but he's pressuring her to come clean. She wants to stay with the father of her children, who is oblivious to all of it. But they say, we'll surely take off immediately when it's found, when he finds out. We love a double standard. And that's Mark and Rhea Durham. What do you do when you are promoting a movie and two of the biggest names in the movie can't stand each other? Well, usually they just smile and pretend. But this B-list movie actress and B-list movie actor dislike each other so much they refuse to be at the same premiere, let alone walk the red carpet together or pose for any pictures. Yeah, I can't really picture Mark Wahlberg and Rachel Weiss getting along <laughs> like super well. And that's when they were promoting The Lovely Bones. And that's when I think Mark's image started to shift doing like more family movies where he's playing dad and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. It's funny how that happens with, um, I saw a TikTok about how male actors become the roles they play whereas like female actors don't like like tom actually shannon said this this was Sh shannon's tiktok fluently forward follow shannon um she had said that you know male actors like tom hanks like he's a good guy because he always plays good guys that's so true and like mark Wahlberg can just like start playing family movies and everybody's like he's a fan you know like it immediately changes whereas a woman you know, can play all different kinds of things and they're always seen as like, I don't know, it's just interesting. You're so right, because even Cameron Diaz, like when she played a mom, people are like, she's getting fucking old. Yeah. It's like, correct, she is aging. She's a yeah. human. <laughs> yeah. Can she even play a mom? It's like, yeah, she can. You know? <laughs> We're now in 2010. This doesn't really surprise me considering how long it took for this B slash A film actor to finally get married. Still, though, to openly flirt with women at a party and then ask out one on, on a date and then go on a date while your wife is back at home with your children does not really seem like a good way to make that marriage survive. I wonder if he went with the whole open marriage line or that we have an understanding excuse. And we're now in 2012. You wouldn't normally put these two stars together, but they're set to share the silver screen. The older star earned his way into acting ring and felt his much younger co-star deserved a chance to broaden his fame into film. However, things aren't going too well at the moment. 
The youth is extremely bratty and his sense of entitlement might cost him the role. The Hollywood veteran is already considering casting someone else. And that's Mark Wahlberg and Justin Bieber. And I believe that was for Transformers. But then I also saw that Mark was thinking of redoing Basketball Diaries and making Justin like mm. Leo's role. Oh, <laughs> your face, your God. face. <laughs> oh, don't. That do is it. a great movie. Basketball Diaries is great. It should not be touched. Justin Bieber should be nowhere near that script. We're now in 2013. This A-list all-movie actor sure has been spending a lot of time at the Four Seasons lately, not for work or photo shoots for a movie, but rather what he claims are advanced plans for one of his children's birthday parties. This, of course, means that he meets with one of the staffers at the hotel frequently to plan it, and they sure do check out the guest rooms a lot when, when ones will probably not even be used for the party. And does it really take 45 minutes to look at a room? That's Mark fucking the staff at the Four Seasons. <laughs> this A-plus list all-movie actor was at one of the top 10 restaurants in the world this week. Until he was recognized by someone, they were not going to let him in because of what he was wearing. When they did let him in and he ordered, and he, ordered he said that he wanted a cheeseburger and a milkshake and nothing else. His wife did not even seem phased by his outburst and ordered from the menu and didn't cause any scene. Okay, so Mark Wahlberg was basically pulling a, do you know who I am? Which many a celebrities pull. Yeah. This A-list mostly movie actor who was actually an Academy Award winner slash nominee, despite some really poor movie choices, offered a woman 10K who walked past his dinner table to crawl under the table and service him orally. She looked scared and she should have considered, she should have considering the way he was looking at her and he was not even quiet about it. Troy, I I have a favor to ask you. <laughs> I would like you to do Mark an impression of Mark Wahlberg asking someone to give him a blowjob under a table. Let me think. He would look at her and say, have you ever seen Fear? Yeah. He would look at her and he would whisper. He'd be like, you know, you want it. I want it. You want it. We both want it. Go under the table and give me a blowjob. You know you want it. <laughs> Everybody's jealous of us. Your father's jealous. I'm jealous. Your mother's jealous. They all want what we got. Oh my God. That's so funny. One of my least favorite parts of fear. I think they're in the woods or something. And he's like, I'm from Bridgewater. Do you know what that means? We run through walls there. I'm like, Bridgewater, where I went to school, you run through walls in Bridgewater? (laughs) (laughs) I like when he's talking about the car, his like car that blows up. And he's like, I saw her there in the junkyard all alone. And he's like, she can't help that she was built wrong. It's not her fault. He's like fingering the car. <laughs> and Troy's like, and now I know I'm a gay man. Yeah, like, and that's the kind of man I like. <laughs> <laughs> this actor is a plus list, mostly movies. Everyone knows who he is. I've documented his cheating in this space before. He's a serial cheater with some of the less put together women of the world. Oh my God, this is so rude. He loves them sleazy. If he could bottle a street hooker and have her as quiet as a blow-up doll, this would make our very family value-spouting actor thrilled. Only peroxide blondes or a blonde wig. It's the complete opposite of his wife, who is dark-haired and loving and sweet and in his mind faithful to him, and he would like to think she was a virgin when they got married. While our actor is gone on location, his wife stays home with the kids, lots of kids. He leaves behind some of his staff to help her if she needs. 
One of his closest friends has become one of her closest friends too. And one thing led to another and her most recent baby is actually the child of the friend and not the husband. When the baby was born, our actor husband thought it was his, but over time it's become obvious that the child is not his. When he takes his other kids out with for a long time with dad, this kid never gets to go. The actor is not going to admit what happened, so just grimaces when asked about that child. The actor wants the child shipped to a boarding school as soon as the child is old enough. The actor has not fired his friend because then he would have to admit why he fired him. So everything is just a tense stalemate with the world of explosion waiting for a spark. I can't imagine how many children in Hollywood are like fathered by someone that you don't expect. I mean, we talked about it on the Tiger Woods Patreon episode. Apparently everyone in your hometown like has Tiger Woods as a dad. I might be his child. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) What a turn of events. Like, dad, I have a Patreon podcast. You should listen to it. (laughs) We would like to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You've been stewing about a health problem you have. You almost resort to texting your group chat to get your friend's opinion. You're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat, but you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and they give you expert care you need. There's also nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention. And then the doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. Instead of listening to you intently, asking how you feel and helping you along, the doctor is checking the clock. On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, they listen to you, and they prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com blinds and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash blinds. ZocDoc.com slash blinds. And we are picking back up in 2014. And this is the year that Mark did decide to try and get a pardon for his racially motivated crimes. Just a reminder, 2014. This A-list mostly movie actor spent last weekend with one of his families in this past weekend with his public family that he actually likes to be seen with. So some line items allege that Mark has a secret family somewhere. (laughs) Very alleged, very alleged. One actor you won't be seeing contributing to GLAAD anytime soon is this almost A-list mostly movie actor. Reporters know not to ask any questions about his stance on homosexuality because he won't answer the question and will walk out of the interview. He's a big enough star where he gets to decide who interviews him and those people know the rules. He dumped several women before he met his wife because he heard they had threesomes, which included other women. He doesn't do that. There are reports that he used to pick fights in bars with guys that he suspected of being gay, and then he would beat them. He has literally no tolerance for anyone in his life who might be gay. You will never see him knowingly work with anyone who is gay 
He is perhaps the most homophobic person in Hollywood, which is saying something because he owes his career to some very gay people and fans who gave him a big break. And in parentheses, of course, it has the underwear ads for Calvin Klein. Annie Leibovitz shot a famous uh, session of Mark Wahlberg and underwear for Vanity Fair's annual Hall of Fame issue. It's also, I mean, like if you read like message board stuff, it's also been reported for literally our entire lives that he would just like let fashion people like blow him to get, you know, booked for these things. So it's funny he allegedly is so homophobic but was like allegedly willing to let gay men use his body as a blow-up doll to like be a model that reminds me of uh diplo was just on emrata's podcast and he was like yeah or maybe he said something like i would let a guy suck my dick or a guy has and she's Mm. like so are you bi and he's like no yeah Okay, it's such a Hollywood. It's like look no further than that answer to explain Hollywood. <laughs> this A plus list, mostly movie actor, picked up an STD last time he was out of the country. So the only sex he gets now is with women who are not his wife. Oh shit! Okay, Lord. the wife of this A list, mostly movie actor, showed up with the actor to a recent event and demanded that publicists stay behind her at all times so she could be viewed by the cameras on the red carpet. At the event, she name-dropped her husband's name a million times and was just the biggest pain. She's not been like this in public for a couple years. And that is his wife, Rhea. This one is like a half-kindness blind. After 9-11, a popular club in New York City worked with some firefighters to do a special fundraiser for the families and their lost brothers. Over the course of several nights, there were no cover charge, but patrons were asked to donate to an FDNY fundraiser. Eastie, a famous film actor, showed up with his entourage on one of those nights. He saw the firefighters in their donation box at the entrance, pulled several hundred dollar bills out of his wallet, stuffed them into the box, and directed each member of the group to give as much as they could. Then he went into the club, introduced himself to another group of firefighters, bought them a couple rounds of beers, took photos with them, and hung out with them for about an hour. Celebrity after celebrity came to that fundraiser. Every celebrity donated generously, except for one, Westy. Another famous film actor showed up at the door with his own entourage. He was told about the purpose of the fundraiser. Westy looked at the firefighters in the donation box and kept walking into the club. Neither he nor any member of his group donated anything, nor did they acknowledge the firefighters in any way. A doorman asked the member of this group, quote, this is a fundraiser. Why is he being such a little shit? She responded, oh, Westy never pays for every anything. Everyone should just be honored that he's here. So Easty is Mark Wahlberg and Westy being Leonardo DiCaprio. Those two together in their heyday, my God. <laughs> you know, there's a movie, Mark isn't in it, but it's very like his vibe. There's a movie in the 90s starring Leonardo DiCaprio. It's a documentary, kind of, but it's also like a film. And it's just, like, about the pussy posse, basically. And it's, like, all of Leo's friends. And it's them just, like, being filmed by this guy. And the movie makes them look really bad. Like, they're really douchey, saying horrible shit. And it's all ad-libbed. And it's, like, Leo talking about how, like, just being such a fucking pig. And there's a scene in the movie where he's, like, gay guys are the horniest guys in the world. Like, he's, like, they fuck, like, rabbits. 
and that's why they're he's like they're so horny and like just crazy shit and it's on youtube you guys should i'll you know, i should look up the name of it before we finish yeah definitely i would love to watch that <laughs> i did watch the river phoenix documentary that you suggested oh what did you like it really really good yeah. oh i love river mm-hmm. eh, his life is so sad the wife of this a-list mostly movie actor had security remove everyone from the bathroom so that she could use it alone at the premiere of her husband's movie the other night i'm not sure she knows anyone who actually likes her and that was uh for the gambler this a plus list mostly movie actor was forced to pay double the going rate and pass over a five thousand dollar tip to get the suite he wanted at a hotel this past week he didn't care but apparently his wife cared about what room they were staying in and the actor said it was worth any amount of money to not listen to her complain that's actually kind of funny (laughs) that's hilarious we're now in 2016 there was no thought of him, A-list mostly movie actor, leaving his wife, and this former A-list mostly movie actress never asked him to. They just decided to hook up while they were filming. Oh, the former A-lister does want some parts out of it. For once, though, she wasn't having sex for publicity. The guy was such a tool. His wife won't ever leave him, though. He could be having sex with someone and call his wife to bring him more condoms, and she still wouldn't leave. And that is Mark hooking up with Kate Hudson while filming Deepwater Horizon. Kate is another one who's like seen some things. So I did, I know we talked about doing an episode on her and I started to pull her blind items and 90% of them were stuff that was already out there. Of course, it's about like guys. Yeah. yeah. Her dating guys. This B plus list, mostly television actress from a hit almost network show is also a frequent spy for the site. Recently, she actually got to be involved in her own blind item when this A-plus list mostly movie actor, who was her co-star, hit on her during a movie. Our actress told him to fuck off and called his wife. She said if she didn't have some star power, she probably would have been fired from the movie. And that's allegedly Mark Wahlberg and Melissa Benoit in Patriot's Day. This wife, this A-list mostly movie actor, paid a pap to travel to the same vacation spot where the wife and actor are. The actor has no idea. That's hilarious. I also don't believe that Mark Wahlberg didn't know paparazzi were around. He's always flexing. Are you kidding me? He loves being shirtless for the paparazzi. He's upset. That's like his second career. That's so true. And he's always doing interviews. He's like, wake up at four in the morning, go to the gym. Then I do seven. Then I run seven miles. Then I eat my breakfast. Then I work all day. Cause that's what you have to do to be successful. You have to wake up at 4am and work all fucking day. (laughs) And the headline is almost 90% of the time identical. Mark Wahlberg. And then it says his age. What is he? 50. Mark Wahlberg, 50 looks buff, looks chiseled, hasn't aged you know hunk whatever like it's the same come on come on so we're now in 2017 and remember in 2017 mark was the highest paid actor in the whole entire world Christ. but we're starting with a kindness blind this a plus list mostly movie actor might have made one of the worst movies of the year and agreed to some horrible casting choices but he still did a good thing At a foreign premiere of the movie, the actor quietly left the theater after it began and signed autographs for every single fan who showed up at the screening. It took almost the entire length of the screening to do so. He even signed a drawing that some guy 
is getting tattooed on his body. Hope he talked himself out of it. And that's Mark Wahlberg at the Daddy's Home 2 premiere. I mean, he did have Mel Gibson in Daddy's Home too. He had to do fucking something to help. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone was like, wait, 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 wait. Mark, Mel Gibson's back? That was so weird when he just started showing up to award shows again. It was like, okay. <laughs> award season killer. This A-list mostly movie actor from an acting family should have been a Golden Globe nominee for Best Actor. He should be a shoe-in for an Oscar nomination. The thing is, though, he has an A-plus list mostly movie actor producer doing everything in his power to talk smack about the actor behind the scenes. The A-list actor lost out to roles to the A-lister back in the day and thinks the A-list actor had something to do with it. Nope. The A-lister is just a crap actor and was not the first choice. Part of the issue apparently also deals with an A-list mostly movie actress who the A-plus list actor once pursued for years. She rebuffed him, but not the A-list actor. Fast forward to the present, and the A-lister is in a position of power. He was also upset that his movie about a subject close in proximity to the movie at question with the A-lister got the short shift because the A-lister is acting and the movie was better. So what do you do? You try to convince as many people as possible not to nominate the A-list actor for anything. So the A-list actor being Jake Gyllenhaal, and of course the other actor being Mark, who can't act. (laughs) And it's so weird that they were in like battling Boston Marathon movies. Yeah. I was just thinking it's funny to even think that Mark Wahlberg thinks that he's like on the same level as Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, 100%. I think after The Fighter, after The Fighter, Mark Wahlberg's career completely changed. Uh, even yeah. though Christian Bale was the best part of that movie. 1,000. He was the reason that the movie was like big. Exactly. And Mark Wahlberg was like, look how good I did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're now in 2018, another denier. This time, it's the A-plus list, mostly movie actor who wants the world to believe he's doing things all on his own without help. Uh-huh, whatever helps you sleep at night. And that's Mark Wahlberg denying that he uses steroids. Come on. <laughs> Somebody like Mar- Mark Wahlberg at this point, instead of denying it, should be like coming out with his own brand of steroids that's like allegedly healthy it's like nobody doesn't think you do steroids babe or at least come out with like creatine or protein powder or something something. like make money off of your lies (laughs) right (laughs) reese witherspoon opened up to oprah winfrey about leaving an abusive relationship in her past the actress 41 said that making the decision to leave the relationship was the most important one she made to fulfill her destiny. After being prompted by Winfrey during a Super Soul Sunday, Witherspoon told Winfrey the abuse was psychological and verbal, and there was a moment that made her decide to leave. Quote, a line got drawn in the sand and it got crossed and my brain just switched. And I knew at that moment that it was going to be a very difficult, that it was going to be very difficult, but I just couldn't go on any further, she said. But this one continued, but it was profound, and I was young, really young. I couldn't ever be the person I am today. I was a different person, too. It changed who I was on, the, on a cellular level, the fact that I stood up for myself. The actress who also joined by their Wrinkle in Time co-star, Mindy Kaling. Oh, my God, Wrinkle in Time. Mindy Kaling, for the chat, said that making that decision is what allowed her to become a more confident and sure-of-herself person. Leaving those situations isn't easy because it's wrought with self-doubt, particularly if someone damages your self-esteem. 
Witherspoon said, people say to me that knew me then, you're a completely different person now. I didn't have self-esteem, you know, and I'm a different person now. It's part of why I can stand up and say, yes, I am ambitious because someone tried to take that from me before. And that is Mark. Wow. And a lot of people assume that was Ryan Phillippe. I know. I remember everybody thought, I'm like, no, there's absolutely no way she would like, I don't know. I feel like her days of talking about Ryan Phillippe being an asshole are kind of done. She doesn't even acknowledge that Ryan's like a person. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Wow, that's so crazy. That's crazy because fear is real. Like I always say, that's who Mark is. That movie was not acting. That the reason he's so good in fear is because that's him. And how Mm. crazy is like torturing her in real life like that. Oh, wow. This A-plus list, mostly movie actor, makes his wife log everything she eats each day and she can't go over 1,200 calories. He also makes her work out two hours a day. To make sure she does, he has a trainer come to the house every day, even on weekends. Our actor gets to do what he wants. Like steroids? Yeah, steroids and fuck other people. He's like, <laughs> let me go in another, another uh, birthday party at the Four Seasons real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the a-list mostly movie actor did have a meeting with this form-born a-list reality star mogul at the mogul's vacation home the thing is the meeting consisted of the actor hooking up with one of the many women that the mogul keeps on retainer and that's mark and mr <laughs> mr v-neck himself simon cowell um simon would be a great episode for us to redo i think he was like our second episode our second Patreon episode, I think. Yeah, and we read about how he has um, like a whole harem of women, like 20 women or something that just like live in his homes and are like sex objects that he loans out to friends and stuff. And so, yeah, that aligns, I guess. So now we're in 2020, which you all know is Troy's favorite year for blind items. <laughs> Speaking of A-list actors trying to change their image, this A-plus list, mostly movie actor, is doing something he's never done before. He had his people leak puff piece stories to the tabloids to make people think he's a good person. The following blind, this A-plus list, mostly movie actor, not named Chris Pratt, is overseas and away from his wife, who can't do a pop-in because of quarantine. So yeah, the actor's sleeping with as many women as he can. And that is when Mark was filming in Berlin, don't get in her way. This actress, Reese Witherspoon, is A-plus list. She got that ranking through movies, but has been doing some television the past few years. When she was younger, her career was kind of floating along. She was hovering at A-minus list, but just couldn't make that jump. Then, through a series of movies, she launched herself much higher. She got a rival actress, Kirsten Dunst, who was vying for the same type of jobs, known as a coke addict, even though the actress had used coke only once. It took years for that actress to recover from that rumor. When the actor, Mark Wahlberg, who was a plusless now, tried to get her fired from a movie, Fear, because she wouldn't sleep with him, she arranged for a friend to go on a date with the actor. The friend, who was a stunt double, bruised herself up and called the police on the actor from, oh my God, from her car outside of his house. That actor never crossed our A-lister again, but they never spoke to each other ever since. Don't get me started on the revenge on actresses Abby Cornish, Alexis Knapp, 
Courtney Robinson from The Bachelor, okay, who slept with her boyfriend, Jake Gyllenhaal, or husband, Ryan Philippi, Jim Toth. None of them even really work any longer because of Reese, apparently. I mean, we we read a million times in her episode that she's like, that that she's that girl. And I'm still like, but she's still my favorite. I know. <laughs> I always enjoy when this A-list mostly movie actor who's a multiple Oscar winner slash nominee starts talking about how much he loves and respects his wife, knowing full well he cheated on her dozens of times and got multiple women pregnant. And again, we don't know if he has families throughout the country, but blind items suggest it quite often. It's not a wild thing to assume. <laughs> I would assume that for a lot of like male celebrities, honestly. Me too. This foreign-born A slash B list mostly movie actor didn't tell the whole truth about why he deleted a totally accurate two-year-old tweet about his A-list co-star. The foreign-born actor was ordered to or would be fired from the movie. The actor bent to pressure and did. And that is Simu Lu and Mark on Arthur the King. And the tweet says, let me get this straight. Mark Wahlberg beat a helpless Vietnamese man with a stick until he passed out when he was 16 and is attempting to get the courts to grant him an official pardon on the basis that he's, quote, turned his life around. I mean, where's the lie? It's almost like a God complex to do that, right? To be like, no, 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 no one will care that I did that. Because mm-hmm. look at me, I go to church every week now. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's such a narcissist as most celebrities are. It's like, of course he thinks that, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, well, everybody loves me as this like family guy. Like it would be so devastating for the world. You know what I mean? If I'm not able to get this off my record, I'm a family man. We're now in 2021. Not something a family man of faith would do. This A-list actor who talks about his faith a lot and acts like a devoted family man left his family for two and a half months for a movie in the Caribbean. There are accounts that he was sleeping with all the hot girls and sliding into their DMs on Instagram. In addition, there was another personal trainer half his age who posted bedroom morning after pictures in her stories. Nothing too graphic, but had him in the background in shorts and a shirt. I did not see those Instagram stories. I, I I can say that. I didn't either. I wish I did. If somebody has them, please send them to us. And we are now in 2022. This A-list actress, all of you know, has a really big side gig and does not have an Oscar. She once slept with this married A-list mostly movie actor to get on to get an arc on a television show that he was producing. And that is Jessica Alba sleeping with Mark Wahlberg to get on Entourage. And the following blind, this a plus actor has had quite the year. His name recently came up in regards to the arrest of people involved in a huge Ponzi scheme. You see, our actor owns one of the world's largest reputation management companies. He bought it to get rid of bad things about himself on the internet and expanded the business to help anyone if they have enough money. It's very expensive, incredibly expensive, but it covers tracks like no other. And apparently Mark Wahlberg, um left california for vegas he lives in vegas now but i'm i wonder if that has to do with um randall emmett oh i didn't think about that because turtles based off randall i believe yeah that's interesting oh god oh oh, i forgot about the randall of it all god damn it right fuck 
And we are now in 2023. This A-list mostly movie actor is doing his best to get a knighthood from the head of this religion. <laughs> so Mark's trying to become knighted or whatever by the Pope. Girl. I didn't even know you could get knighted by the church. I don't even, what does that entail? Is that why he made sure to get his ashes on Ash Wednesday before the Today Show? <laughs> I can't. Listen, I have no issue with people practicing their religion, right? But like when you're doing it for show like that, then mm-hmm. it bugs me. Because like, you know, he's promoting the movie The Pope on right. Ash Wednesday. Like, come right. on. It's even more frustrating when people fall for it too. Yeah. Are you kidding He's just a good Irish Catholic boy from uh, from Dorchester, you know. <laughs> and this is the final blind item. It's a SAG Awards blind. There was nothing he could have done in advance other than not want to present. But this A-list mostly movie actor knew what the headlines were going to be after he presented an award. If any other movie had won, he would have been okay. He was not happy backstage afterwards. And that is when Mark Wahlberg presented the SAG award to everything everywhere all at once, which is of course an all Asian cast. I'm like not blown away or shocked by any of this, but it's just one of those episodes where it's nice to kind of have all of it compiled. Yeah. It's nice to see it all laid out. And and again, maybe there is some part of Mark that has changed, but I still think he's such a fucking asshole that I yeah. have to say he's rotted. I agree. I mean, listen, I don't think that it's possible that you can, not change when you're 50 even if you are a narcissist mark Wahlberg, like you know from 16 to being a full-fledged adult with kids yeah you change you know mm-hmm. but i don't believe that mark Wahlberg has changed because he's like some great person i think he's had to find out ways to like dip and dive and swerve his past and be really smart about it and some of it feels so heavy-handed that i just can't imagine it's genuine like you mm-hmm. said, the Ash Wednesday thing, it's like, it's like too much. You're trying too hard, but it works for people, you know? So maybe it's not trying too hard because it fucking works, I guess. He's maybe right. we're just, we're just too in it. That's our issue. That's like is. even like when people were excited, Taylor Swift was in the West Village. I'm like, yeah, because it references a song that she mentioned and she's the queen of paparazzi walks. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't grabbing a slice. Right. Oh. But yeah. That is the uh, Mark Wahlberg episode. If you get anything from this episode, it's don't date boys from Boston. No matter how much you love their accents, they're going to taste like cigarettes and Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> See, at a, a certain time, that would have intrigued me more. I know. I After I said that, I was like, no, Troy, don't listen. Earmuffs. Wait a minute. What does he taste like? <laughs> um, no, yeah, I agree. But also, you know, rewatch the movie Fear. If you've never seen Fear or haven't seen it in a long time, that's Mark. Yeah. Let's show over you. That movie is Mark Wahlberg. He's not acting. Well, he's more worldly now, Troy. That's true. He is Catholic now. Well, guys, thank you always for listening. Um, please make sure to like, subscribe, tell everyone about us. <laughs> bad. <laughs> we love you very, very, very much, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.